What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody listening in to the newest episode of Polite Talk? Um, if you couldn't, if you didn't realize, if you're actually listening to me every time the new episode comes out, um, you might have realized that I'm almost a full week behind on uploading a new episode. So, sorry about that. Last weekend, my it was our anniversary with my wife, so I uh, was not able to record a podcast episode. I just didn't have time, unfortunately. Um, it was a busy weekend, so yeah, I just didn't have the time to do so, unfortunately. But I am going to make up for it. Today is Friday. Um... And uh, this weekend, as in tomorrow night, most likely, uh, I'll be recording the newest episode of Segoy Anime with Jesus, my buddy Juice. So, yeah, so you're getting two podcast episodes in one week. Whoa, crazy, I know. Um, If you didn't realize already, I am pretty dang sick. Pretty dang sick. Um... So, yeah, I am uh, all sorts of high on Tylenol and stuff and Dayquils and Nyquils and, and, and Stiffs. Uh, didn't go into work because uh, I didn't want to. I feel like crap. I went in yesterday and I was feeling pretty crappy yesterday, but... Um, I, you know, I went in a little later, but today I definitely did not want to go in because I sound like this, and I have phlegm and mucus coming out of most of the holes in my body. So, anyways, uh, yeah, so sorry that I sound a little different, but either way, we're going to uh, record this episode, and we're going to have a good time doing it. Because I've been wanting to talk about the subject that I'm going to talk about today for a while. And that is the movie Dragon Quest Your Story. So I will be talking about that in this podcast episode. Um, honestly, I realizing it now, I probably should have just made like a Dragon Quest podcast because literally 90% of the time I talk about Dragon Quest like it's not even funny I talk about it so much it's ridiculous I don't even realize that I could talk about Dragon Quest this much you know but I talk about it way too much <coughs> excuse me so anyways this episode's going to be about Dragon Quest, your story, movie, on Netflix, that came out on Netflix. And, uh, yeah, enjoy. Intermission. Alright, so in this first segment, I will, it'll be mostly like a spoiler-free sort of, uh, recording. I'm going to talk about the presentation, the music, and the voice acting. And so, in terms of presentation for this movie, um, 
what can I say, dude? It was gorgeous. Literally gorgeous. Um, the character's hands were a little too big. But whatever, you know? People have big hands. And in this world, everyone's got big hands. You know? Whatever, you know? Um, but besides that, dude, it was uh, gorgeous, man. Just... The way that each character looks, um, the world, like, the first shot of, like, after the sequence of, like, the original SNES game, I guess Super Famicom game, um, played, and then it shows, like, the trees, the winter trees in the snow, then it pans into Cobblestone Village, that was, like, a gorgeous, it looked like a real life movie, dude, like, gorgeous, 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 um, the, um, spells were amazing, um, the, just everything, dude, it was so well done, um, just, it's not, it's obviously not Akira Toriyama's art style, but it's like, it's like a, a different version of it, basically, man, it, it looks really good, like, I really like the way that the, um, the killing machines looked, they looked way more menacing, <coughs> excuse me, um, the orcs, the orc king, they look pretty good, um, I didn't really like the golems too much, and I also didn't really like the, the, the Cyclops too much either. I mean, they, well, it's not that I didn't like them because I love them. It's that I prefer the Akira Toriyama version of it. So, but still, they looked great. It's just, I, I, I guess I didn't, I didn't mean to say it like that. I didn't mean to say that I didn't like it. I meant to say that I prefer the original version, but it's still really well done. Um, the slime, amazing. Uh, Saber Cat, so sick, super sick. Yeah, dude, the monsters look great. The human characters look great. Um, Neda is Bay, dude. She is by far, she's the most wifey for sure. But Bianca's cute too, you know. Whatever. Um, main character looks great. Pankras. Dude, there's just something about this style of art style that makes them look, like, way more jacked. Like, Pancras looks like a freaking just roided out, dude. And he, I love his freaking design. Super sick. Um, but, yeah, the movie looks super well done, dude. Looks great. I really love the style of it. The everything. Even, dude, Nimzo. Or Nimzo. Um... Laja, 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 dude, terrifying, terrifying, dude, um, yeah, he looks so terrifying, but, um, and he has some creepy powers, bro, that guy's OP, but, um, yeah, dude, your son, so amazing, Sancho, Sancho's so cool, I just, I don't know, the whole, everyone just looks so great, I loved it. Um, the music, 
the music was amazing, um, literally, it just, like, the soundtrack was so iconic, um, it came on at the perfect times for situations, like, the battle music came on at perfect times, um, just, like, I don't know, it was just, it was so well done, like, just, it was placed very well, and it sounded gorgeous, just, absolutely gorgeous, um, yeah, dude, the music was just amazing, I loved it, so well done, beautifully orchestrated, um, perfectly paced, you know, in terms of music, placed as well, it was just super well done, and it just, like, definitely, you know, upped the emotion, uh, because of it, that I feel, about the movie, um, yeah, it was just so well done, dude, I just, I loved it, I really, really loved it, um, and then, in terms of voice acting, um, so I actually haven't been able to watch it fully in the original Japanese dubbing, um, all the way, um, I've only watched about one-fourth of it in Japanese with English subtitles, but I have watched it in English twice and Spanish twice, I believe, and as of now, the best version is the Spanish version. Um, English wasn't too bad. I liked it. It was, it was pretty good, um, and then the Japanese was pretty good, too, but, like, the Spanish, I don't know why, like, the Spanish one just completely, like, I loved the movie more, I just made, it just felt like the characters were more, I don't know, like, alive with the believable, maybe, with the Spanish voice acting, I don't know, I just thought it was really well done in Spanish, and so, overall, it wasn't too bad, though, in the other languages, as of now, um, but yeah, I, I, uh, I really liked the, the Spanish one the best so far. Um, so, pretty interesting stuff, you know. Um, uh, but yeah, I think that's basically it with the, um, the non-spoiler section. I can't really think of anything else to say right here in this segment. But, um... Yeah, that's basically it. That's basically it. So, let's move on to the next segment, bro. Which is the the spoiler review part. Sick. Alright guys, this is the uh, spoiler part of the review. I'm going to talk about the characters, I'm going to talk about the differences between the games and the movie, well the game and the movie, and then I'm going to talk about the overall story and also the ending. So, so honestly, <clears throat> I think that in terms of, well let's, let's go with the characters first, we kind of, we'll just do that, but um, 
there's basically it's basically all the same um between the game and the movie um there there is a couple different things like for example harry one of the, one of the biggest things that stands out is harry um is uh his personality is completely different um in the movie compared to the game um in the game you know at first he's very you know pompous and douchey and you know kind of a a jerk I guess you know royalty sort of attitude um but during you know the after the 10 years of being a slave he actually calms down quite a bit in the game he actually becomes really nice um very kind um very um like loving he sees you as a really good friend he's very um like uh he's very grateful for uh what papas or pancras did for um you know for him um <clears throat> Um, or at least his, you know, Pancras's, uh, attempt to save him, um, he's very grateful for that, um, so, so yeah, so yeah, in, in the game, he's very, I guess, he's much more humbled, he's much more calm, and, you know, um, more of a grateful person, and he sees you as a friend. At the very end, of the, you know, the, when you go your separate ways in the movie, when the main character goes the separate ways, Luca, Ruka, goes the separate ways from Harry, after he drops him off at his kingdom and starts looking for his mom, he does kind of, you know, actually admit his, uh, or his personality does become more of like what it was in the game, um, which is totally fine, but yeah, that's kind of like, um, the only time he became more similar to what he was or what he is in the game. The main character in the game, obviously, I mean, I say obviously because people that play Dragon Quest know already, but <clears throat> is uh, Mute, technically. And so um, him having his own voice and personality and stuff was really cool um so yeah i think he portrayed the player very well um bianca's basically the same um flora's basically the same flora i mean neda flora was her super famicom version of the game uh um his name and also in the spanish version it's flora um uh, Bjorn is a much more prevalent monster character in the movie, which is really cool the way that they did that. Uh, I think that was really, like, a really neat way to, uh, involve him in a much more, um, I guess, um, yeah, like, prevalent way. Um, the slime ended up being a pretty cool character in his, in his own right. Um, Saber, awesome, just, uh, you know, the whole scene where he's, like, 
when they're on Saber's back, running away from Bjorn um, in the cliffs was super sick. Um, and then the... Um, trying to think. Pankras. Pankras is probably my favorite character aesthetically in the movie. Um, yeah, because he looked sick, dude. He looked way freaking sick. And uh, he filled his role to the T, basically, from the movie, uh, from the game to the movie. Um, so, and then Sancho, Sancho is probably very spot on as well. Actually, he is very spot on. Um, he, I think I like the way he looks more in the movie than in the game. Because <laughs> he looks basically the same, but just a little different. He looks, he looks a little more like, uh, like a Mario brother in the movie. <laughs> um, but I think he looks really, really well done. I think he... Yeah, I think it was great. I think the way he looks aesthetically was awesome. Uh, his personality as well. Um, to the T, I would say. Um, yeah, he j Sancho's just... Sancho's my boy, dude. I like him a lot. Um, your son is basically a spinning image of your son in the game. I say your son. I'm speaking in first person because, you know, that's supposed to be me, you know. It's supposed to be you in the game in the movie and the game, right? And so I'm speaking in first person for that reason. So your son, I guess second person in this case, technically, um is uh yeah, spitting image of the of the game counterpart. The only well, the big difference is that in the movie you don't have a daughter. Um, in the game, it's uh, they're twins that your wife has um, instead of just a son. It's their twins, but in the in the movie, it's just the the son. Um. So, but to be honest, the I think they did a pretty good, I think it was a pretty good idea, because honestly, like, yeah, like, the daughter wasn't too important in the game, like, she's a great character in the game, a good, you know, option to put in your party, but she wasn't, like, absolutely necessary, so I think, you know, I think it was, I think they did pretty good in that, in that part. Um, Neda slash Flora is Bay, dude. In the movie, she is Bay. Um, she in the movie she's basically seen as a princess, but um, in the game that's not the case. You know, she's uh, she's the daughter of uh, of a very rich rich man. But um, they are not royalty. They are just, you know, ex ex exceedingly rich. Because um, he's like a businessman, you know. Anyways, at least maybe I, at least I don't think they're royalty in the game. Maybe I'm wrong. But the way I see it, um, I'm pretty sure they're not royalty. As in like, you know, I think he's just really rich in the game, but in the movie, she's royalty, so, whatever, it still works out pretty well, because she basically has a very princessy attitude, 
um, and Bianca to the T, you know, her and Bianca to the T are, like, basically the same character, uh, in terms of personality, um, so, yeah, that's, that's interesting, I did notice a little bit, like, the English version, I don't remember which version it was, now that I think about it, but one of the versions, I don't, I think, I'm pretty sure it was the English one, it almost was as if, like, she, Flora, Nera, wasn't really into Ruka, the main character, like, I feel, I, I feel like it was a little bit more convincing in the Spanish version, if I remember correctly, um, so, yeah, there's that, but, whatever, I mean, yeah, whatever, um, but, yeah, man, I mean, the characters in the movie, just, like, I think it was just so well done, dude, like, and, like, all the differences and changes, you know, I think, I think make a lot of sense. Like, f even, for example, in the very beginning of the 10-year time skip, technically, they escaped this technically the same way in a barrel, but it was very different the way they did it because a guard helped them. The guard of Maria, the brother of Maria, which is a guard there, was a guard there. Um, but um, they were not in that he was not he and she were not in the movie Maria who and in the game ends up marrying Harry um, but basically she wasn't really needed for the movie so they kind of cut her out um, one thing I did want to say that just kind of came up the top of my head the monsters look so much more menacing in this uh, movie. I did already mention it kind of in the beginning portion of the non-spoiler uh, uh, segment part. But like I just I was just thinking now of like the the slave scene when they're walking on the cliff with like the buckets or whatever. And I was just remembering like the gargoyles and the the dragons and stuff. And holy crap, they were they look way more menacing in the in the movie than they do in the game. Um, but yeah. And then, um, the, let's see. Yeah. In terms of character, I think Pancras was my favorite with Sancho being a close second. And then I think, oh, the mom was a little different as well in the game when she was in the movie, but whatever. It wasn't, like, huge. Um, yeah, I think Pancras and then Sancho were my favorite in the movie. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, that's basically it. Uh yeah, in terms of that. Now, in terms of, uh, I've already basically touched on the, uh, characters' differences and stuff in the game. Um, 
I will talk about the overall story now, though, but, so basically, I actually really liked it, the way, I liked the whole movie, a lot, actually, I should say, I loved the whole movie, I really, really did, I thought it was amazing, um, so, I will say, the beginning, though, the beginning, like, 15 minutes, it just felt a little too rushed for me, like, way too rushed, um, I get that they're putting, they're condensing a 30 to 40 hour video game into an hour and a half movie, I get it, you know, so that's why a lot of characters were cut, a lot of, uh, things were rushed, but man, that, the first 15 minutes, man, it was just like, it was so rushed, dude, um, but again, I get why, I get why it happens, um, so, I didn't really like that too much, it kind of just felt a little weird, um, but, you know, when everything else really was very well done, um, the pacing of it, act two and three blended very well together, um, I think it blended very, very well together, um, because that, between Act 2 and 3 is when you're, like, frozen in a statue, you know, and then you're in the game, your kids go to save you with Sancho, in the movie it's just Sancho and, and the, and your son, but, but yeah, so, I thought it was really well done, though, um, makes sense, so, um, Story-wise, you know, starts off with really the main character being born, and it was kind of cool because it showed it in a like a Super Famicom, the original game. It showed it that way, um, so that was kind of cool. But then it goes off into, um, yeah, and then it just kind of goes off into the portion like I said in the beginning of the episode where it shows the trees and I'm pretty sure it's called oh did I say cobblestone that's from Dragon Quest 11 I just realized that no this is um oh my gosh this isn't cobblestone what's the what town is this crap oh no I forgot the tame the the name of the town that they start off in in the movie Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wheelbrook? 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 I want to say it's Wheelbrook. I could be wrong. I don't remember 100%. I want to say it's Wheelbrook. But I said Cobblestone in the beginning of, of the episode, so that was my oopsie. Uh, but yeah, it starts off in, in uh, Wheelbrook. I believe it's called Wheelbrook. Um, and... Yeah, it's it does pretty well. It uh I like Yeah, I really like everything about the way it told the story after the um, you know, first portion of it. When he like wakes up from the dream, it was a dream sort of thing. It was a good like way to like skip so much that happens in the first portion of the game, you know, to like have him wake up in, in having a nightmare, you know, in the prison place. I thought that was really clever the way they did that. 
Um, but yeah, and then him leaving, escaping with with Harry, um, and then uh, meeting up with Doctor Art. Oh man, I totally forgot his name again. Doctor Argo Argon. Uh, I totally forgot his name. Um, and you know, in the game, it's also a different situation. Um, with the doctor and, or slash the dragon god, you know, but I think they still did a pretty good job, like, can't complain, you know, and then they go off into their adventure, um, well, he goes off into his adventure while Prince Harry chills at home and, you know, in the game, also you basically have a whole chapter in the kingdom of Coburg, um, Coburg, Coburg, something like that, where you have to, like, you know, basically overrule the, the queen, which is actually a monster, um, but they kind of skip all that, which is fine, because I, I, it didn't really pertain to the overall story too much in the game, so I think they did, it was a good decision for the movie, and then he, you know, in the he it kind of fast forwards. You know how he obtains his first monster, which is Gutrude, which is great because that's literally the name of the first slime you recruit in the game. And then the one, the difference with uh, the saber cat's name is um, they call him Percy in the movie. Which I'm guessing it's from the original game. Which I haven't played. But I know Percy the Saber Cat as Saber. Because I've played the uh, DS version of the game. So. Um, but yeah, whatever. Percy. Whatever. Um, but yeah, it kind of like skips... Because meeting Saber is a whole different story as well. And that's where you actually get Pancras's sword. Because Saber's protecting it. Um, but yeah, still, it's pretty cool. Because, um, yeah, it just, it's okay. Like, it kind of skips all that, which is fine. And then, um, yeah, it just kind of goes on from there. You... You he fights Bjorn, which happens fairly quickly in the in the movie. Um, you know, and in the game, Bjorn is kind of like a like a side side quest sort of boss. In the movie, he basically becomes your ally, which is really cool. Um, which really helped in the overall like story, fight, uh, fighting the bad guy at the end with his army, which was cool, um, but yeah, I think it was a really good way, the movie really did a really good job, like, taking all the elements of the game, and applying it into a movie, like, medium, I think did a really, really good job, and I liked it a lot, um, now, let me just talk about something the ending 
So now I've heard about the ending for a while because this movie came out last year in Japan and I didn't even know it was going to come out in the States at all. And then Jesus Juice let me know like a couple weeks before it came out that it was coming out in on Netflix of all places. So yeah, and so um when I knew that the ending was going to be really weird. But I actually still really liked it. A lot. I loved it actually. So I will admit that it does take it does take you out a little bit from the experience of the movie because it's so it's kind of alarming how like much everything changes. Um but it really does make up for it in such a different in, in such a quick way. Cause basically the way I explain it is the movie up until this point, I loved, okay? It was like a movie about, you know, adventure, about the journey, about choices, about choices that you make, um, and how you basically kind of have to live with them, um, and about how you got to keep your head up no matter what happens in the world, in, in life, in whatever, you know? You can kind of relate the movie in that way, those are the kind of messages that it's teaching you, right? About family, stuff like that, right? But when this happens, it automatically changes from that to a movie about like a gamer, you know, playing a video game basically it changes into a message about why i not just i don't just love this movie this video game this genre of video game but video games in general it changes into a validation of why I still love this hobby so much and I'm so passionate about it it changes into a way in in a way that I just felt redeemed I felt whole I felt validated you know, I just like it, it just completely made me feel self-worth in a way that, I don't know, it just, in, in a way that I haven't felt in a really long time, you know, it just, it just confirms to me why I love this hobby. In general, 
it confirms to me why I love this franchise, this video game series, this, these things. It really does. And it just makes me feel empowered to know that I can be a grown man and still love playing video games, you know? I can be a very important figure in the world and still do this kind of stuff as a hobby, you know? It just completely flipped my understanding of the movie upside down for a positive like for a in a positive way so up to that point i loved the movie for what it was portraying the message it was sending out and then it completely like almost evolved into a into a bigger message that made me feel even better and more love for this movie and my hobby and yeah everything and so it was this movie for me was an experience that I will never forget because it literally made me cry like a little baby dude you know, when the virus is basically making fun of you for being an overgrown child and not growing up, and then Gutrude comes in, the music starts playing, and then Ruka explains what it actually boils down to I just it, it it completely changed my experience for the better for the movie I loved it I absolutely loved it and I cried like a little baby dude it was amazing it was amazing so I know a lot of people won't agree with me because they think the ending sucked I get it I really do get it it was it was alarming like I said how different it like shifts the whole movie. But for me, I really do feel like, yes, it was a huge alarming shift, but it was like an evolution of the movie. It wasn't so much a step back, but an evolution for the better. So, yeah, man, loved the freaking movie, loved everything about it. Just everything, everything. Great, great movie. I really hope they make more. Dragon Quest movies, man, because the storylines that Yuji Horii has come up with are just incredible, and they need to be put into a movie format. In terms of video game movies, this is my, in my opinion, the best one, the best adaptation I have ever seen as of now. It was so well done that it just, it finally, like, this is the movie that other video game series that want to make a movie adaptation need to look at. They need to look at this this movie. Dragon Quest, your story. Dragon Quest, your story. So, 
yeah, that's basically everything. Um, freaking go watch this movie, dude. Just flip and do it, dude. Like, I don't know what else to tell you, bro. Like, it's just so good. It's super good, and I love it. And that's all I got to say, basically. So I will leave it to right there. And, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Next episode of Polite Talk will come out next weekend, which would be, like, March 7th or 8th or something like that. I don't even know. Anyways, peace out.